Coming up, we're going to look at what is arguably the most important of all soft skills, one that sets the stage for so many of the other soft skills to appear. That's coming up in just a few seconds. Welcome to Serious Soft Skills, where we help you unleash the power of soft skills. Here are your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. Take it away, guys. Welcome to Episode 3 of Serious Soft Skills. I'm Bob Graham, and with me as always, well, it's the third episode, so um, it's it's always, but not really that big and always, but of course, my, my partner in crime here, Dr. Tobin Porterfield. How are you today, Toby? Terrific. I'm looking forward to our topic today. I, uh, I think it's one that we don't completely agree on, so it's going to... Uh, cause us to, to have some discussion over it, and I think we're going to hear some interesting uh, responses from some of our listeners. Okay, well, we'll get to that in one second. First, let me sort of set up who we are for someone who might have come into this cold. We each teach college, and we also collaborate with each other, hence the word collaborate, I guess, on soft skills research, and we also have seen soft skills at work in our previous industry careers. And we think that experience and our expertise give us a unique lens for looking at soft skills. And that's what we're going to do right now, Toby, because I'm going to make a bold pronouncement. I'm going to tell you, are you ready for this, Toby? Let's have it. Okay. I'm going to make the bold pronouncement that listening is the single most important soft skills. Now, you know that we have over 50 that we've cataloged, and I have been working on this book project and I was writing about listening, and the more I wrote about listening, the more I realized that it is really the key soft skill. Now, do you want to argue that right away, or do you want me to make my case? I think what I, I'll, I'll start with a slight agreement in that I think listening enables so many of the other soft skills that we see, um, whether that's written and oral communication, whether that's innovation, teamwork. There's so many ways that listening is, is uh, again, I'll use that term, enabling, that it's, a dar- it's an important one. I'll give you that. But let's see, uh, let's see what you have to say about listening. Okay. Well, I, I was going to go with you just accepted my case, and we could call it a day and let people get on with their life. But now you're going to make me do a little work, huh? Well, Absolutely. Okay. Well, did you know that Marissa Meyer, let me start, Toby, with Marissa Mayer. Okay, Marissa Mayer, you know, uh, 20th employee at Google, the first female hired by Google, a software engineer, so uh, a little different. She was very successful at Google. In fact, she was one of their more um, visible employees when she worked there. She left there and went to Yahoo to be the CEO, not a programmer, but the CEO at Yahoo. And over her tenure, four or five years, things were a bit rocky, to say the least. And uh, more recently, if you've been following the headlines, you know that she has uh, sort of ushered the company into being bought by uh, Verizon Communications. And she's basically on her way out the door. And uh, Her choice. She's resigning. But if you look at her tenure, what she was really supposed to be doing at Yahoo was rebuilding Yahoo. And you look at the reporting, and again and again, I mean, this came up frequently, her inability to listen to people. She was one of those people that thought she was the smartest person in the room, and she tended to articulate things without listening to the people who were trying very hard to help her. And we see this in companies all the time, right? Employees don't want the uh, CEO or the executive committee or the board or anyone 
in leadership to fail because, of course, failure by them is failure for the employees. That leads to uncertainty and problems. And I've certainly worked at several jobs where uh, leadership challenges make it very hard to go in and do the job each day. And when you don't have listening, you don't have the opportunity for an organization to grow. So that's my first piece of this. The second part of this that was really fascinating to me, I found some research on MBA students and they did some research looking at how MBA students um, look at different uh, personality traits. And what they found, and I'm going to really short circuit this because it's really fascinating, but what, what was really fascinating was they found that uh, for people to be influential in leadership roles, they had to have listening first appear. So if you weren't a listener, you could not be an influencer. And that was the aha moment for me. It's like, boy, if you're going to influence people, what are the things you need to be able to do to influence people? You have to listen because you have to understand what, other, what people's motivations are, what their fears, what their concerns, their interests, their goals are. And you also have to understand their language. You know, good leadership comes from being able to use language that works with your audience. And you can't do that without listening. And, you know, you and I, we each worked at various job settings, and the language at every job I've ever worked at is different. The way people interact is different. The, the things that are acceptable norms at each job are different. And I think listening, you know, when you go into a new job, the first thing you got to do is really listen. You know, is it a culture, even simple stuff, like is it a culture where when they say on Friday we're going to lunch, you better go to lunch with them or you're jeopardizing your potential there? Or is it a place where they ask you to go to lunch and it's just you're the new guy we're asking because that's what we do, but we really don't want you to accept. And so that's sort of two examples for me where listening shows up as a really critical uh entree point, as you said, to broader soft skills engagement. Bob, I'm going to key on on one of the items you just mentioned, because I think it, it bears digging into, and I think it connects back with what I had started us with, and that is influence. And, and you talk about uh, listening and the MBA study that said, well, if you're not a listener, you're not, you, you're missing a big piece of becoming an influencer. And, and I think back to John Maxwell, who has several books on leadership, and uh, the tagline I remember, I might not be quoting this correctly, is that leadership is influence, plain and simple. And so to be a leader, you certainly need to be an influencer. But I believe what Maxwell also pushes further into in his book is influencing isn't just for the leader in the organization. Each one of us are leaders in our own way, whether that's uh, with a group, an informal leadership, it might be a formal leadership position, it might be a uh, senior programmer. So uh, we're each leaders in our own right, and whether that's in our personal lives, in our volunteer lives, our social lives, our, our business lives. And so I, I think that's where when, when we started earlier talking about, well, who needs listening skills and, uh, you know, everybody, because we all have the opportunity to influence our ecosystem that we operate in. And so I think that influence is a really important part of it. And again, you know, listening is so foundational to that. Someone, maybe my wife or some other people that know me pretty well would say that my listening skills are not the best. Um, and, and I want to acknowledge that. So maybe my lens by which I'm looking at listening as being the most important, maybe because for me, it has been a challenge in some cases. 
So I wanted to throw that out there because I think that's probably fair. And I was listening to what you were saying and thinking that I was sort of making it sound like I was this incredibly great listener that, you know, people just come to me and I listen to every word they say. And I think you, having had breakfast with me probably, I don't know, 300 times, would argue that that's probably not my strongest suit. I'm probably a better talker than listener. So maybe that's part of what encourages me to to make that one really important on my list. But I think what you sort of pivoted to, the idea of influence, is really what we're getting at. And we do need to have influence at every level. And it's one of the things that I think we, we often overlook. You know, we, we assume, and I certainly assumed this when I got into my career, that I was the new guy and I was going to have no influence. And I was going to have to earn the ability to speak at meetings and make an, a contribution. But I think what we're seeing now is some of the students leaving colleges are sharper technically than their, their uh, superiors often. They know how to use technology in ways that we older people may not be as well versed in. And so that ability to listen and be able to talk both for the person, for the for the new employee to be able to talk and know when to say something, when not to, but also for that person who's supervising that new employee who has great expertise to know when to listen. And I, I've been on both sides of that, and that that's a little dicey. I think that even with that influence, though, what, what I'll support is that, that listening is so key to our success. But... Uh, you make a good point that it's not something that often comes natural to us. And it's also something that in a a new situation, we may be more inclined to not listen, to jump to conclusions. And And I think you've identified for us some enablers of good listening and some uh, barriers to good listening that um, I think our listeners would really benefit from. Could you, you know, help us kind of lay out a few of those? Uh, certainly one of the big things that uh, can be good and bad with listening, and, and we all live it, is, uh, as my phone actually is buzzing in my pocket while we're speaking, is technology. You know, the, the, the ubiquitous cell phone. It is there at all times, and it's now in my pocket, and I'm dying to know who is texting me right now. Is it something important? And so if I take that right now, that means I'm not paying attention to you, and I'm not paying attention to this podcast. And I see this happen. I was out to dinner a couple of nights ago at a restaurant. There was a family of six. Um, I was at a beach resort area. It was clearly a family trip. All six of them were on their technology, three on their cell phones, three on their iPads. And they were having what I'm sure to them was a lovely family dinner at a fairly nice restaurant. And it, 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 was, uh, it was just shocking to me that that could go on. But we see it all the time. And I'm not going to tell you that I'm not guilty of that. I have certainly checked out discussions with people because my cell phone or because my computer or I'm a great multitasker in my mind that I can watch a TV show and be writing something or editing a podcast and watching TV. And then suddenly I realize that one or the other I'm doing better at. And I've got to go back and recover. Now, on now that that is a reality that we've got to deal with. But on the other side, I would also tell you that that technology that can be so distracting can also be incredibly empowering. You and I are doing this podcast over Skype. 
We are in different locations. We are 63 miles away from each other right now. You know, we can be talking to people in China. I was texting with a relative in China two weeks ago, and I had no idea we, he was in China until he told me that it was bedtime. And I'm thinking, it's kind of early in the day for bedtime. And they said, oh, I'm in China. And so we have this ability to communicate and to, to be engaged with people much more than we ever have been, but it comes at a cost. And I think our, our need to listen is heightened now because we also have an incredible amount of information being thrown at us in a given day. You've got to be able to figure out what is and isn't valuable in that information you're receiving. You've got to take what's valuable to you and what may be valuable to you in what I'm saying may be different for someone else. And we've got to be able to hear for what we need to hear. Am I on to anything here, Toby, or am I just uh, talking to myself? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just checking a text. Did, I, did you say something? Is I, could, you, could you play that back again? Yeah, I, I think that, uh, <laughs> that this nomer of uh, multitasking, uh, it, we deceive ourselves. And, and I think two things. You, you mentioned that when we're multitasking, we're really not engaged productively. There's been some research that says we're just not the multitaskers that we think we are now. And in some cases, there are some things we can do at the same time. But really, when, it, when we're engaging with another person, uh, multitasking immediately gets in the way of listening. And um, uh, I, I, not only does it interrupt that flow of information back and forth, but it also sends a, a message to the person that's speaking to you that, hey, you're not as important as what I need to check on my phone right now. And that's what really can can take away from uh, your ability to influence a situation, your ability to listen. And, and I would also push it just a, a little step further and, and that at the heart of that is the relationship uh, between people and that suddenly they know where they stand in the priorities of of your life. and and they're not one. Toby, I think it's probably a good place for us to stop. I think we've given people enough to chew on and to think about. Um, if you listen to this and you agree that listening is the most important soft skill or you disagree, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at serioussoftskills.com. That's podcast at serioussoftskills.com. Or you can tweet us at Real Soft Skills, and we would love to have that discussion. Uh, there are more than 50 soft skills that you can choose from, and I would be anxious to hear someone else describe what they think is the most important one or maybe most important two or three. And so with that, Toby, we're getting near the end. It's time for me to tease next week. Next week, Toby, I'm really excited because we're finally going to share some of our research that we've been doing lately. We fielded a study and we had almost 500 people give us some uh, really good information about how important soft skills actually are in the workplace. And we're going to share those results, talk through them. And I think that's going to be a real eye-opener for people. I know it was for the two of us that this isn't just uh, academic theory and concepts. This is actually where the rubber meets the road and people are really starting to pay attention. So until next week, um, thank you for listening. Good day and your favorite line of all, Toby. You want to say it this week? No. Good soft skills. 
You've been listening to Serious Soft Skills with your hosts, Dr. Tobin Porterfield and Bob Graham. If you like what you hear, then take a moment to review us on iTunes. Looking for more insights on soft skills? Then check out our website, SeriousSoftSkills.com, for blog posts, newsletters, and other resources. And look for a new episode of Serious Soft Skills every Wednesday. Wednesday.